the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, formerly Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. shall be ten for testimonies unto you. So it shall be in your life. You are blessed. Jam your hands together for the Lord and please take your seat for a moment. Praise God. Praise God. I want to be sharing some brief thoughts with you that will aid your prayer life. Amen. Praise God. The Bible said praying always with all prayer. Somebody say praying always. Say praying always. You see, there are things the Bible says we should do always. One of them is soaking in the word of God. It said, this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. It's a daily affair. Then he says, men ought to pray always and not to faint. He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with, with, with the saints with thanksgiving. Then he says, continue steadfast in prayer. That is a prayer call. The prayer call is an important call. And I want to be sharing with you how to maintain and sustain a prayer fire. Praise God. One of the things the Bible talks about is the fact that God is a giver. Somebody say God is a giver. The Father God gave us Christ. In the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 31, the Bible says, If God be for us, who can be against us? Then he says, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up. Somebody say, gave him up. So the thing God gave to us, the gift God gave to us was the gift of Christ. He gave us the gift of Christ. But when Christ came, because he came in the nature of God, he said, he who has seen me has seen the Father. So he also came to give unto us so that we will see God as a giver. And in the book of John 16 verse 17, we see what Christ gave to us. John 16, the Amplifier says, 
However, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. When I say it is profitable, somebody say it's profitable. Say it's profitable. He said it is profitable. In other words, it is advantageous. Somebody say it's advantageous. Then he explains it. It is to your advantage that I go away. For I do, if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, stand by, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him. Somebody say, I will send him. So God gives us Christ. Christ gives us the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit also comes with his own gifts. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4, he said there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit. The source, the spirit is the same source. Give me the, uh, the New Living Translation. He says there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. Somebody say different kinds of spiritual gifts. Say it's different kinds of spiritual gifts. But the same spirit is the source of them all. Okay, so God gives us Christ. Christ gives us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit also gives us gifts. So you see that in the Godhead, everybody is a giver. That's why the grace to give must rest upon you. Everybody in the Godhead is a giver. God gave us Christ. Christ gave us the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit also gave us gifts. And he gave us several gifts. But one of those gifts he gave us is the language of communion. Somebody said the language of communion. Prayer is more than a platform for receiving answers. Prayer principally is a platform for communion. Somebody say communion. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16 verse 17, he said, and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall speak with new tongues. That's a prayer language. In the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 4, he said, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak with other tongues. So when we are filled with the Holy Ghost, one of the evidence is the speaking in tongues. The initial and the foremost evidence of the infilling of the Holy Ghost is the speaking of other tongues. Praying in tongues. And look at Paul. I like Paul. The two Bible characters I love very, very much. One is David in the old, Paul in the new. Praise God. I like Paul. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 14 to 15, he said for if I pray in an unknown tongue, somebody say if I pray in an unknown tongue. God. He said if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit pray it. There is a time where your mind is praying. But the Bible says when you pray in an unknown tongue, your spirit prays. But my understanding is unfruitful. Sometimes you hear people, I don't want to be praying in a language I don't understand. In fact, that's why you should pray in the language. That language is not meant for you to understand. When you say, I don't want to pray in the language I don't understand, then you are really ready. Why are you speaking a language you don't understand? That is actually the definition of tongues. Tongues is speaking and praying in the language that does not appeal to your senses. When you begin to speak, it's like you are mad. That's what it's supposed to do. Uh-huh. But your madness will be generating physical results. Amazing, strange physical results. So, Paul said, if I pray in a note of my spirit prays, my understanding is unfruitful. My understanding is unfruitful. Now look at verse 15. He said, for what is it then? 
I will pray. Somebody say, I will pray. I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with understanding also. So we see two kinds of prayers here. Praying with the spirit and praying with understanding. And the order is very, very important. The first thing he talks about is I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with understanding also. Now listen, he could have said I will pray with understanding, I will pray with the spirit also. When somebody says, I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with understanding also. It means that much of his prayer is concentrated in the spirit. In other words, I will pray with the spirit. If there is time left, I will pray in understanding. That's simply what he's saying. When I have finished praying in tongues and there is some little time left, I'm going to concentrate in understanding. He spoke and said he prays in tongues more than a whole church. In his letter, to, he said, I thank God I pray in tongues more than he all. One man. No wonder they could stone him and he would refuse to die. There was super, something supernatural about Paul. Something supernatural about Paul. And I realized that the tongues he was speaking really worked on his body. You see, one of the things, we, for a long time I used to think that tongues is just in the spirit. But I realized that tongues works on your body. The gift of speaking in tongues works on your body. That is 1 Corinthians 14 verse 18. He said, I thank my God I speak with tongues more than he all. So I want to be looking at 10 reasons why you must pray in tongues daily. Amen? 10 reasons. Somebody say 10 reasons why. I'll just touch on two and we'll close. 10 reasons why you must pray in tongues daily. 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 The first reason is that praying in tongues helps you to fellowship with God in a very deep and intimate way. Praying in tongues. Somebody say praying in tongues. Say praying in tongues helps me to fellowship with God in a very deep and intimate way. Yeah, praying in tongues helps you to fellowship with God in a very deep and intimate way. Praying in tongues. It's, it's interesting how the a message version puts 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2. He said, for if you praise him in the private language, somebody said the private language, private language of tongues, God understands you, but no one else does. So when people are worried about, why are you disturbing us with your tongues? Nobody understands what you are saying. Tell them I'm not speaking to you. Am I? Am I, am I communicating here? You are not speaking to, he said, no man understands him. But God understands him. You are sharing intimacy just between you and what? God. Just between you. Intimacies. It's a love language between God and you. That is what tongues is. Every group of lovers have their own love code. They can be talking love with their eyes. God has given, God is a spirit. That's what the Bible says. God is a spirit. And when you were saved, you were made a living spirit. And so, spirits can only fellowship deeper on a spirit-to-spirit level. Am I communicating here? God is a spirit and tongues is a spiritual language. So, you are able to communicate with God in a very deep and intimate way. There is no better way to do it than to do it in tongues. Number two is that tongues edifies you. Praying in tongues edifies you. Praying in tongues edifies you. The word edify comes from, it is out of the word edify, we have the word edifice. When we talk about edifice, we are talking about a building. 
edifice. Now, so, so you, you are a house. The Bible says you are the temple of the living God. How many of you know that? And, and it's not your spirit that is the temple of a living God. Your body is the temple of the living God. That's what the Bible says. No, you know that your bodies are the temple of the living God. So when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself. You charge up yourself. Your body receives supernatural strengthening and energy. Every weakness is giving away your body. When you lift up your voice and in the morning you raise your voice in tones and spend quality time praying in tones, weaknesses give way. No more shall you wake up with weaknesses in your body. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, when we look at the book of John 16, 7, he talks about the fact that the Holy Spirit is a strengthener. Somebody say a strengthener. And one way he strengthens us is when we begin to engage spirit to spirit level in the language of a spirit. When we begin to pray in the language of a spirit, we give him the opportunity to strengthen us. The Bible says in Jude 1.20, Beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy face, building up, strengthening yourself, charging up yourself on your most holy face, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. The more you pray in the Holy Ghost, the more strength you receive in your body, in your spirit to overcome every... The Bible said, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And the only way to stay spiritually empowered, spiritually edified, and physically strengthened is to constantly pray in the language of the Spirit. Never spend one hour in prayer and all you are doing is engaging your mind. Somebody say, when I'm praying in tongues, sometimes my mind wonders, leave your mind alone. Turn to your name and say, leave your mind alone. Why do you want to engage something that they say is not fruitful? At the time you are engaging spirit to spirit, at a certain level, your mind will find its level. If thou faint in the day of adversity. Now, there are numerous reasons, but I'll just share 10 of them with you. And today we've looked at two. One is that it is a language for deep communion. Somebody say language for deep communion. Deep fellowship. Intimate fellowship. Very deep fellowship. Nobody understands you. Your mind, you don't, you yourself, you don't understand. He said, he that speaketh in a known tongue, speaketh not unto man. For no man understands him, including you yourself. How be it in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. I will be touching on the mysteries. No wonder Apostle Paul was a man of strange mysteries. He says, God has given me the mystery of the gospel. Amazing mysteries. You see, there are many things we don't know in life. One thing you need to know about the Holy Spirit is your greatest advantage in life. Somebody say, Holy Spirit is my number one advantage in life. What he gives you, nobody can give you. What he does in your life, nobody can do it in your life. And it's about knowing him and engaging him well. One way we engage with him, we fellowship with him intimately, is through the language of the Spirit. Rise on your feet and begin to bless him in the language of the Spirit. Lift up your voice and pray in the language of the spirit. Langa boko si bahatasa. Fanda daba kalala basimra handa kalibahandasa. Reprate kaliba ande kosabaha. Chaja 
up yourself. Mandi Baha, Regelelele de Sota Balivaha, Reprate Kalusa, Inde Bahaso, Ifani Calabra, Ande Kesubata, Reprate Kalusa, Baliva, Yakaba, Raprate Kalusa, Bandeva, Miko Takaliva, Andesa, Frandeco Zibata, Rapate Kaliva, Aya, Yagasu Keteka, Brande Vosaya, Yekelele Behanta, Raprate Kaliva, Ande Kasuba Lavatasa, Rapate Kalia, Brande Beneveza, Rapata Kaliba Santeka, Repate Kalia, Nabazuanava, Rapate Kaliba Aya, Yapande Kasupa Tafa, Ika de Kesebre de Katapa, Rapantapa, Yapa, Yapa, Lagaboko Sabandapa, Yakabalibra Sabandava, Mande Kaliza Tusa, Ima de Kasua, Rapate Kalia, Nagazuanda Lava Antasa, Fande de Kapayandaka, Yagusa Napalikatosa, Pale Kesuta, Vandianda Zuanleke, Yagusa Nadabaha, Raprate Kaliza, Vanda Kaliatose, Prade Kesutafa, Mandaka Paliba, Santa Bahaya, Yagapaya, 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 Raprate Kaliba, Santa Baha, Fande de Kalabazua, Rekapaka, Sonde de Beandasa, Imbale Kasibra Hantasa, Fale Kesekapa, Yagaboko Santa precious name in Jesus precious name in Jesus precious name Pastor Afroqua has just placed in your hands the key for all round victory, success and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our celebration services at our headquarters church, 6.45 a.m. to 8 a.m. for our first service, 8.30 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. for our second service, and 10.15 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for our third service, and on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. Locate us on the top floor of Nanama Ejakumar Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santati Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on our YouTube and Facebook pages, Embassy of Life Chapel. God richly bless you. Oh, 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 oh,